Welcome to Brighton Road Baptist Church's online service for the 6th of August 2023. Today we will be considering the story of the feeding of the 5,000 found in Matthew's Gospel. As we begin, let us take a moment to reflect upon the words of Psalms 107 and 146 as our call to worship. As you listen or read them for yourself, make them your prayer this day. Psalm 107 Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story, those he redeemed from the hand of the foe, those he gathered from the lands, from east and west, from north and south. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they could settle. They were hungry and thirsty, and their lives ebbed away. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. And Psalm 146. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On that very day, their plans come to nothing. Blessed are those whose help is the God of Jacob whose hope is in the Lord their God. He is the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever. He upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets prisoners free. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the foreigner and sustains the fatherless and the widow. But he frustrates the ways of the wicked. The Lord reigns forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. Amen. And let us sing together the first of our songs today, the hymn, All People That On Earth Do Dwell.
let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for your church here on earth. May your church be a beacon of hope and a source of help and healing throughout the world. Remind us of the responsibility you have given us to care for and protect your precious gift of creation, to feed the hungry, to help meet the many needs of the needy, to bring and be good news to the many. We thank you for your precious gift of enjoyable food, of bread, of fish, your abundant provision from the land and sea. Cause us to be ready to share what we have with those who have not. Multiply our gifts. Bring about the miraculous. We pray for those in our world who face famine, drought, storms, war and all forms of displacement. Cause us to warmly welcome those who seek safety and security. We pray for the place where we live and the local community of people we meet and greet. Grant us grace to be salt and light, to make a lasting good difference where we are planted. Cause us to flourish. We pray for those who are on our hearts right now, those known to us, those who need your touch and comfort, your healing and release, those who need the awareness of your presence and peace at this time, we name them before you. Grant them much grace and mercy. Help us to minister as you call and enable us. Speak to us. Minister to us and minister through us for those who seek rest, restoration, recovery, relaxation, grant our needs. For the children and young people and families over the summer holidays, grant enjoyable and satisfying times. For those who continue to work, grant strength and resilience. We pray for those in power and authority in our land and in our world. Grant wisdom and righteous and just decisions and systems. Have mercy upon us, Lord. We ask all these things in the name of your Son, our Saviour and Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen.
As our reading today, we read from Matthew chapter 14, verses 13 to 21. When Jesus heard what had happened of the beheading of John the Baptist, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away, so that they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied and the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men, besides women and children. We shall sing our next song, reflecting upon the way in which, in our familiar Bible story today, five loaves and two fish were offered to Jesus, and he took them, gave thanks for them, broke them and distributed them. And likewise, as we offer up our lives in worship and with thanksgiving to Jesus, we do so by faith for Jesus to take us and use us. Our desire is that we shall find his life and love operating through us, ministering to the needs of others, even multitudes. So let us sing, I will offer up my life.
Jesus heard the news. News inevitable, news prophesied, the one who pointed to him as the one greater, the one who was greatest among men, slain. At a birthday banquet of the rich and powerful, in the palace of a king, food and drink are plenty. Here, as a gift to save face, John's head presented on a platter. The head which had preached of the one to come, removed. The tongue which had preached repentance, silenced. And Jesus heard of his death. Jesus, one like us, emotions running deep, withdrew in a boat, proceeding to a private place, sailing to a solitary place. Yet the crowds, the crowds, always the crowds, they also heard. Hearing Jesus was near, Jesus was available. They sought him out, this new king, this prophet, this wonder worker, this miracle maker, this messiah. They in their need sought out the one who himself had needs. Oh, to be alone. Yet the crowds, always crowded, compassion would flow from our Saviour's heart. Sheep without a shepherd, the harassed, the helpless, the hopeless, the hungry. They followed on foot, making their way around the body of water, a body of people aiming for the body of Jesus, not yet broken, not yet given. The crowd followed, indeed hurried on their feet to meet and greet the man in the boat, the man on the shore, to be sure that he is the one, the man they had heard so much about, hearing, believing, pursuing. And Jesus landed ashore, a large crowd he saw, a crowd adoring, imploring to meet their needs, their many needs spiritual hunger and thirst, so many sick, vying for his attention, for his touch, for a word from his lips, with authority, healing, deliverance, relief, restoration. Jesus, seeking solitude, found a multitude waiting, wanting, 
perhaps pushing and shoving. Was Jesus dismayed? Was Jesus disappointed? Was Jesus frustrated? We see that the emotion that arose within him was one of compassion. The large crowd, the vast flock of sheep seeking the shepherd, needing, tending and mending, feeding and leading, guiding and providing for. And Jesus was in the midst. Jesus was near, here. His heart flows with compassion. His great love for this great people poured out with healing, teaching, feeding. He was about his father's will and work. The need for wholeness and healing stirred in Jesus the feeling and action of compassion. Ailments addressed, sickness sent away, restriction removed, broken hearts bound, miracles abound in that solitary place, now that crowded space. The sought out privacy became so public. And now the remote place became the late space. The evening approached. The disciples with one eye on the clock and the other on their stomach came to Jesus. They seek out Jesus, bringing advice, bringing instruction and explanation, spelling out the obvious as though Jesus did not know, did not understand, had no further plans for this crowd, this new need. From healing to hunger. This is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so that they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. This is the wrong place, Jesus. It is too remote. This is the wrong time, Jesus. It is too late. This is the wrong crowd. They are getting hungry, restless, agitated. We have a solution. Here is our solution. Send them away. They can buy. They can provide for themselves these thousands. Yet Jesus has his eye upon the crowds also, but also upon his Father. He also has a solution. He knew his father. He knew the scriptures. The psalmists and proverbs declare these truths 
There were those who were hungry and thirsty. Their lives ebbed away. Psalm 107 verse 5 The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry. Proverbs 10 verse 3 The righteous eat to their heart's content. Proverbs 13 verse 25 He gives food to the hungry. Psalm 146 verse 7 For God satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Psalm 107 verse 9 The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Psalm 34 verse 10 Indeed, if your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. Proverbs 25 verse 21 And the prophets declare, The people have become exhausted and hungry and thirsty in the wilderness. 2 Samuel 17 verse 29 It is the fools who leave empty the hungry. Isaiah 32 verse 6 The Lord declares, Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To share your food with the hungry, not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Spend yourselves on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed. Isaiah 58 The righteous man does what is just and right. He gives his food to the hungry. That man is righteous. He will surely live, declares the Sovereign Lord. Ezekiel chapter 18 so Jesus knew his scriptures, and he knew his Father, and he knew what he was about to do. And he has a suggestion for his disciples, a test, a command, that he would enable them to obey. They do not need to go away. You Give them something to eat. The disciples, perhaps confused, computing their response, arriving at an objection, rejection of the instruction. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. They objected with an only. Instead of faith-filled obedience, we too readily offer to Jesus a fear-filled objection. We all too often object with or offer to him our onlys. I only have this or that little or lack. 
yet Jesus invites them to bring them here to me. In the face of such great needs, in such great crowds, the best place to bring our littles and lack and onlys are to Jesus. We meet him with our calculation, our two, our five, and he brings the multiplication. Jesus commands, Jesus invites the joint solution, our, gift, our gifts in his hands. And he involves the many, the multitudes, as he directs the people to sit down on the grass. They too must sit by faith. Be still and know that I am God. And God himself in the flesh takes the flesh of the two fish in his hands, hands which soon shall be nailed to a cross, pierced for you and me. And the bread of life himself takes the five loaves in his hands, hands soon to be stretched out on a cross, an expression of God's great love for you and for me. And he looks up to heaven, his Father, our Father, provides. As the psalmist cried, I lift up my eyes to you, to you who sit enthroned in heaven, Psalm 123. As the people of Nehemiah's day declared, In their hunger you gave them bread from heaven. Nehemiah chapter 9. And the psalmist declares in Psalm 111, He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. And Jesus gave thanks and broke the loaves, thanksgiving and brokenness coexisting, supplying. John in his gospel would record that this would be known as the place where the people had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. John chapter 6 verse 23. And Jesus was not performing this miracle alone, all by himself, for he gave the broken loaves to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. Jesus brought his disciples in on the provision, on the providing. He still does. The distribution, the multiplication, began in Jesus' hands, yet extended through the hands of his followers. Our hands, an extension of his to a needy and hungry world. Jesus delegated his power, his provision, 
and what a substantial provision for they all ate and were satisfied they all ate they were all satisfied no one was missed out no one was overlooked no one was passed by no one was left hungry satisfaction guaranteed with Jesus and his followers working hand in hand hand to hand and this was not the just enough of meals this was not the make do of miracles for much more was given the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over a sign to them a reminder to them of abundance generosity more than enough more than make do five thousand men plus women and children all fed to the full and with more besides let us sing together our next hymn tell out my soul the hungry fed the humble lifted high
as our final words of blessing and prayer, some words adapted from Ephesians chapter 3 verses 17 to 19. May Christ dwell in our hearts through faith, that we, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. Amen.